Hello and welcome back to This Is Not The Podcast You Are Looking For. My name is Alex. My name is Justin. And today we're going to be talking about the finale of Book of Boba Fett, which I thought it, it, it was kind of what we expected, honestly. What do you think? Yeah, I think some parts hit the mark and some parts kind of didn't. Yeah, I, I overall, I enjoyed it. As a series, I loved it. I love I loved Boba Fett and I love Tamora Morrison. So seeing him on screen was great. Um, we haven't seen him obviously since you know well well mando season two but you know prequels so it was really nice seeing him on screen and uh overall this episode i thought there were some really badass moments and i thought there were some moments that could have been worked on so overall i, I think it was good though yeah i think right, pretty much the same yeah they they did what they did and uh i know a lot of people are upset a lot of people really liked it and uh, you know that that's be that yeah you can't avoid some people are going to dislike it. Some people are going to absolutely love it. And then there's going to be those people who are kind of neutral. And I'm I'm neutral, but I'm leaning on the side of I liked it, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, it was good. Yeah. First thing I want to talk about, one of my favorite things, was the Boba and Din duo was just completely badass. I loved that so much. Yeah, it was cool to see them first take the mayor's assistant. Mm-hmm. And then, like... He was like, oh, I can go and negotiate for you. And Bob was like, okay. And I was like, why did he agree to that so quick? I, I, as soon as he did that, as soon as he agreed so quick, I, I thought he was going to be like, it was going to just be like, like he just started reading and he's like, oh, I'll, I'll read this to you. And he looks down. I, I didn't think it was going to be like a whole, like, I agree to, and then not like nothing. But uh, yeah, I thought he was just going to be. <laughs> it was I like thought, weird instantly agreed to it. Mm-hmm. And then he like. I thought he was like when he said, "All right, give me your tablet." I thought he was just gonna like hit it to the ground or something because he just kind of heard them saying yeah. that they'd rather die than leave. Yeah, I thought so, he was straight up gonna like mean, slap him or something, and he'd be like, "Yeah, yeah okay." Yeah, and then, no. he sent, he, then he sent him out, and I'm like, "Huh." Well, first when it was still like the uh, the scene from inside the building, I thought we were just gonna hear a blaster shot and then just yeah. like, a little spark of red, and that was it. But he yeah, that would have been funny. And he started talking. I'm like, huh, maybe he did actually put up stuff yeah. to surrender. And then he like kind of started pausing. It's like, oh, and I was probably, I was like, oh, he's he just like he's using it. He's using him. It's just as a distraction. Yeah, I really loved the entrance there. Like he was like nothing. And then he's like, ha ha, I'm just the messenger. And as soon as he said that, it was so cool. Boba and Dan just flew out of like the ceiling it yeah was both so of cool. their it was, it was very... so cool because we haven't seen boba do anything like that it's so cool yeah like the last time we saw boba's jetpack it it malfunctioned and he fell and you know yeah, died so presumably died, yeah. <laughs> died presumably and then so yeah it was really cool i liked that and you know they they just it, they oh my gosh i was smiling ear to ear during that that was such a nice scene i really liked that yeah it was very cool next thing Obviously, we saw Cad Bane more than once this episode. First time when they teased the duel between Boba and Cad. The second time during the actual duel. The first time I actually was expecting it was actually going to happen right then. And I was kind of disappointed. I was like, it's like the beginning of the episode. Are you kidding? Like right now? But then Fennec, as usual, diffused the situation. Yeah, it was kind of like it was right at the beginning. So it was like a weird time to do it. Yeah, and then to have everyone around them, I was like, "This isn't going to be a duel. If one person shoots, everyone from each side is going to start. So it's not going to be a duel." Yeah, it's going to be. And the, I the think shot that Boba kind of realized that 
that it's it's not just going to be him and Cad. It's going to be the Pike student back, and then Fennec and back. Yeah. So he's like, okay, let's not start a mini battle right here. Yeah, so no, I and... think that's why he was like, that's why he put his hand back on the top of his gun. Mm-hmm. Another thing I noticed, I think they improved Cad Bane's overall personality. I think when he was having his monologues and his dialogues with uh, just him and Boba, he seemed much more arrogant and, like, calm and cool. He didn't, like, in episode six, he, as you said before, he just kind of looked, like, stressed out and, like, grumpy. This one, he seemed like he knew what he wanted, but he did not seem so angry about it. He, uh, we, we felt that, like, arrogance about him. Like, he was still pretty calm about it, but he... You know, maybe he was a little nervous or something, but he wasn't showing it. Yeah, I think that's just because with Cobb, there was him and the deputy. So it was a 2v1. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he was kind of like a little bit more worried, especially with like him being older. I mean, we don't know if he like went after and shot three people earlier that day or if it's been like a few years since he's done that. We don't know. That's true. So he could have been like not sure if he still really had it but then with boba he he knows boba he mentored him he helped him so he's like okay i know him i know this guy i know more than so i'm confident yeah that's another thing i liked is uh the scene where cad bane had boba pinned to the ground and he like kicked his gun away and he compared him to his father jango fett because jango fett had mentored cad bane and then Cad Bane had mentored Boba Fett as a young child. And so he compared him to, like, being weak like his father. I don't remember what he actually said about it, but he he essentially belittled him and compared him to his father. And then he said something like, let this be your final lesson. And then he was about to kill him. And I, I really enjoyed that because it, it, you know, it flashed back to the lore for the people who, you know, know that stuff. And I, I appreciated that. Yeah. I think it was just a little weird that they kind of just brought him in with the purpose to kill him. It was yeah. just kind of like two two episodes, like maybe six lines. Yeah. And then he was and then he was out. Like he, it was the the only purpose he really had was to, to be die. <laughs> yeah, they they did it just to like I, I mean, I guess it could have just been fan service after all. It you know, because yeah. people know that's how he dies, so they wanted to do something. I don't know if yeah. they like I don't know. It's uh, I, I enjoyed it. I personally think the duel was a little lackluster. It was pretty short. I mean, I kind of think it should have been like, like the duel with Cobb and the deputy. Him. I don't think it should have been like they both get up and they start hand-to-hand fighting. I think it should have been that yeah. Western duel, but instead Boba shot him. Because then it yeah. would have been like, okay, Boba is now the fastest hand, the best pillar, I guess, because Cad yeah. was the best bounty hunter, so he killed him. It would have been like yeah. he's replacing him, but instead it just kind of showed that Boba's lost his touch, and yeah. the only real reason why he survived was because that training with the Tusken Raiders instead of what he's done for his entire life. Yeah, and Cad even I think told him. Yeah, Kat had even told him, you're going soft in your old age, and then all Boba had to say about that is, we all do. Obviously, Cad Bane has not gone soft in his old age. He's yeah. like 70, 
which for his species, the Duros, is like a 120-year-old human. <laughs> he's really yeah. old. And yeah. he's obviously still ruthless. Yeah. It was just like, it's like a good callback to the Tusken Raiders to have him get him with uh, the gappy stick. I think it's mm -hmm. called. That might be yeah, I'm not sure what it's called. I think what it should have been was the duel against Cad, and then Boba used that stick against the Pikey. Yeah. I think that's what it should have been. I would like that. Cad Bane should have been a duel with them. It's always guns. It's not. Yeah. And you know, like Boba, has a, Boba has a one-handed blaster, too. Yeah, I thought he was going to toss his um, rifle to the side. I was waiting for that, because like, he, he had the unfair advantage with a two-handed rifle, yet he still was not fast enough. Um, well, I mean, it was, it was also heavier. That's true. And and he has to like lift it up and use both hands to aim. Yeah, you have to aim it. Yeah, one, yeah that's true. That's true. I feel like he definitely should have just thrown it aside, because you could see he obviously had a holster with his you know, one-handed, like, yeah, blaster. It was right there. And did and... he get a shot off on Cad? I don't think he got a shot. I think no, I'm pretty, just, like, I'm pretty sure he pulled his Cad weapon. Shot. He, like, pulled his weapon up, but he was on the ground by then. Like, he, Cad had already yeah, shot him, there was he like shot him no, several times. There was no build-up to that. It was just kind of like, all right, we're going to duel, now we're dueling. It was, like, yeah. it was, like, really quick, and it threw me off. And I think, I think it should have just been, like, a bit of tension, and then Boba single single blaster shot killed him. I yeah, think I agree. Been. And then he, and then him and Fennec raided the uh, sanctuary temple, whatever they called it, that had yeah. everyone. And Fennec yeah. killed everyone. And then instead of her coming down and knifing the Pike's leader, it was Boba that used that stick on him because he knew who killed the Tuscans at that point. So I think it should have been him that the pike leader instead of yeah that had told him like what happened because he wanted to make him angry and yeah. distract him so he wouldn't be you know on his a game but i don't know i i kind of i kind of did appreciate though the way that he did finish the fight even though i would rather have the western style fight because you know the fight with cobb vanth was i want to say even more intense because of that that pause and that stare down and with boba it's like you start off, you're like, oh, they're going to fight. And then it kind of just de-escalates and you're like, oh, they're just running at each other now. Okay. Yeah. That's, they're just having a fist fight now. All right. And then, I don't know. I still liked it. And I thought overall, while it wasn't the best way to do the scene, I think it was a nice redeeming factor for Boba to use that weapon because I think it shows that He's kind of switching lifestyles now. He's not going to be that cold-blooded killer, that Boba Fett, the most feared bounty hunter anymore. He's going to move on to his new his new life of, you know, essentially being a Tusken Raider and being the leader of Tatooine, if that's what he decides to be. Um, yeah, which I, I see at the end. It seems like he doesn't really want that leadership. How he kind of, like, turned to Fennec and was like, yeah, this isn't a life for us. It was kind of like a then. Why did you do all of that? Yeah, if this like, life I get, isn't I for you, why do you stay? It. Yeah, I get like freeing it from each place and like helping it out because that's kind of what um Din and Caradun did with that um 
that planet that had the uh the atst keep attacking the innocent people that like came in freed yeah, it yeah. and then left like i can see that but for them to have all that stuff and then he's kind of just like you know what this isn't for me and then walks away yeah no i i didn't like that as much I, I i thought that was a weird ending and then they ended it on a, a joke like yeah they were just like oh the wookie gets a melon and then everyone's like ha 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 i'm like that that that's the end like that that's how you're gonna end that you're not gonna give us any like actual information about where boba's going now he's just gonna say oh this life isn't suited for us fennec and then he just walks over them and he's like oh the wookie gets the melon ah geez and then they just pan out and that's it yeah I don't know. I also feel like when Grogu showed up, when I saw the X-Wing, I was like, oh, Hell Luke yeah. is going to come. Yeah. And then he got there, and only Grogu popped out. That was a big letdown. Like, I was kind of waiting for when, uh, I forget her name, the uh, the girl that's there at the uh, station that helped out Mando oh, yeah. with the, uh, the N1. I forget her name. But I, I thought when she was going to climb up the ladder and go up to see Grogu, Luke was just going to be skidding, uh, sitting there and just scare her. And, like, she'd jump, jump down and be like, what? Who are yeah. you? And then Luke wasn't there. And it kind of, like, felt like... It's like we obviously knew Grogu chose Mando instead of the Jedi way. And it kind of made it seem like Luke was just like, okay, fine, bye. Like, yeah. he was, like, a sore, like a sore loser like, about it. He just kind of like put Grogu in the X-wing and told R two basically bring him back. I don't want to see him anymore. That's kind of what it seems like. Yeah. Instead of because I feel like Luke would have went there and personally given Grogu to Mando to like ensure he's safe. Like I know he trusts R two, but R two isn't going to be able to help him nearly as much as Luke. No, he just kind of let him go, and he's like, oh well. Yeah, and when, when he like when he put him there, it just kind of seemed like Luke was just like, "All right, well, he's not my first student, so he, I'm not going to talk to him anymore." Yeah, I felt like Disney had a little too much uh, influence on this one because Ben Solo was yeah, he's Luke's to be first, first student technically. So then, did, are they just saying that the finale of season two of Mandalorian is just doesn't mean anything now? Like they're just going to yeah because Ben the first now student for season and now three, not going to be Jedi. Yeah, because now season three, Grogu's going to be back. Unless they unless, do something to retcon it. And they're like, yeah, well, well unless, he's, I don't know. Unless they go back to him, like how Luke took the break to go save Han and Leia mm-hmm. and uh, Chewbacca and C-3PO. How he like took a break, left Dagobah, and then went and helped them and then came back to finish his training. Yeah. Like, I think that could happen because so far... I feel like if that doesn't happen, what we're going to see in season three is just kind of like the same thing we've been seeing. Yeah, there's no point. Season two and season one, where it's just the same, like, let's go on these little missions. Except now it might be like trying to get to Mandalore to have him be uh, a Mandalorian again. It just, it's just like these missions where Grogu is just kind of like a tag along instead of like Grogu being a powerful Jedi, basically. Yeah. I I thought, you know, he was going to find a way to choose both the lightsaber and the, the shirt, but I don't know. I think that if they're going to make Grogu into a Jedi, I think if they want Ben to be the first student, I feel like they should have, instead of just showing Bob in the back to tank, they should have done a little, like, spent some, some money on, the, you know, the deepfakes and stuff, and I thought Star Wars theories video actually talked about this there was one of his fans talked about it they could have done a post-credit scene of 
Luke is alone meditating at his new sanctuary or whatever, and then you see the Falcon fly up, and then you see, you know, deep fake Han Solo walks up with a young Ben Solo, and that's when they first meet. And that's how you know that he, oh, he's the first student. But, yeah, and then, and then like they could have Grogu go back later. Yeah, you know. He'd be like they, the second or third or fourth or. Yeah, he, like, he goes back four. in season three or something. If they did do that, I think it, that, I, I think it'd be cool if he becomes a Jedi. Well, um, what I thought was going to happen was when they were getting shot at from the droid, I thought that obviously went up. They like hid down behind that table and Mando was like knocked out. It's like, okay, obviously Grogu's going to be out of her hand when they look back and he's going to be in between them. Yeah. I thought he was going to like either pull out like Yoda's lightsaber and know how to use it. Mm -hmm. Like if Grogu chose the shirt and then Luke was like, okay, you're also going to take this for protection and I'm going to train you a little bit how to use it. And he like pulled that out and used it to help beat the droid. Or even if he reached um, and used the dark saber, that would have been sick. That would be really cool. And speaking of dark saber, like nothing happened with it. I really want. Yeah, he just kind of like it. used it, hit the um, shield twice. And yeah. I was like, okay, well this is kind of useless unless I can get in. So he put it away, and then when he could get in, took it out one hit. It didn't look like he was struggling that much, other than like trying to stay on the droid. And then yeah. stabbed down on the eye, I guess, like above the eye. Yeah, every then, other like, time he's it. had it, he's been, like, dragging it on the ground behind him kind of thing. Yeah, and then he could, like, hit one of the the uh, blasters off, stab it, and then he was, like, thrown to the side by the Rancor, yeah. and it just kind of was just in the sand. That was it. He didn't use it to beat the Rancor at all or anything. Yeah, I wasn't sure if they were going to do, like, a Bo-Katan type of a thing where Din you know, hands it to Boba, and maybe Boba's, you know, able to figure out how to do it, but they didn't do anything. They, I feel like they really put Boba on the back burner, but, you know, he had his redeeming moments. It was still a good show. But what I wanted to say earlier is if they did want to make it so that Ben was the first student and Grogu comes back later, I think that a good setup for that is obviously when Din was thrown off and he was about to be, you know, eaten by the, the Rancor and then you know, the Beskar was like ink, and then it didn't work because it's Beskar. I thought when Grogu saved in by using the Force and putting Rancor to sleep, that could have been his, like, cue to be like, oh, I just saved my, like, adoptive dad by using the Force. Maybe this is something that I should pursue. Maybe I should pursue the yeah. path of the Jedi and learn to, you know, protect the people that I love. And then he learns to protect those people, but not let them influence everything and not give in to the attachments, but also protect them and still love them, but not let them dominate their life like Anakin did. Yeah, because when he first used it in Mandalorian Season 1, where he like lifted up the uh, the monster beast thing they were fighting, mm -hmm. he like used it and then like instantly fell asleep after because it tired him out but he didn't really like see the effect of what he did yeah whereas this one he like stopped it stopped the rancor had to go to sleep and then fell asleep like looked around saw them saw that they were safe saw that he saved them and then went down cuddled up next to the rancor and fell asleep so he was confident in his ability to not only stop the rancor but have it not attack them when it wakes up enough to sleep there right next to it so yeah. he's like he knows what he did helped a lot, and he knows, he probably now knows he could use it 
were a lot better. So it could definitely be them going back. And I thought like at the end when we saw uh, them in the end one and he was like hitting the window with the thing and like egging Mendo on to hit the uh, the afterburner or whatever it was, it was sub light speed. I thought he was like doing that as they were getting closer to the planet Luke was on. Like they were going back there. Yeah. I thought I that's where they were going, but then it was just, no, he just wanted to go fast. I feel like it was pretty cool that he was able to control the Rancor because Anakin's done that before. You know, yeah. we've seen that in we've seen that in Attack of the Clones one. And we've also seen that not as much in Attack of the Clones, like didn't easily, but we've seen that in Clone Wars. Anakin's mm-hmm. able to use beast control, as some people call it. I mean, some people probably think like, hey, Anakin was able to do that. That means like Anakin was really strong. So like Grogu must be pretty strong. I mean, yeah, especially to stop a Rancor with probably very little training. I mean, he was with Luke for a while, but I mean, we saw when he was like, all right, let's see you jump. And he still didn't know how to use the force when jumping. Yeah. And when they were just kind of sitting meditating, he was just like using the force to get the frog. It seemed like they really weren't making any progress. Yeah. And he like didn't, he didn't know like the effect his powers had. So he kind of just like was just like bored with it. And yeah. so when you saw what he was able to do, he kind of like changed his perspective. And it's, it's kind of like, like, yeah, he's like, I can stop this huge thing. Yeah, I can put this thing to sleep and I can save my dad. Look what I did. Like, yeah, and with barely any training. Yeah, Ollie, he literally he, he walked up to it and he just stared the thing in the eye and he put his arm out and he was like, yeah. calm down, <laughs> chill. Bro. Yeah, even with like that little amount of training, he was still confident that, or at least confident enough to put his life on the line. Yeah. Okay, so what do you think Boba's going to do now? I don't really know because he said it, this life isn't for us and then first credit was Cobb Vanth in the bathtub so it kind of seemed like he might want Cobb to start running stuff so yeah. I don't know he's more than likely not going to go back to being any type of bounty hunter I don't know maybe he'll join Mando on missions or something I'm not too sure yeah I, I think that'd be cool I think he could reappear in season 3 but I think he definitely will I I feel like just based on him saying, you know, this life isn't suited for us, I think that post credit scene could have meant that he has the intention to hand over his territory to Cobb Vanth. I think, I think, I think Cobb would be into that idea, you know, because Cobb is all for the people. Yeah, he, he's he, seen as a good leader. Yeah, he had control of a small group of people in a small, small area or whatever, but they named it Freetown. They liked being peaceful. They liked you know, doing things the way they wanted to do. And Boba's whole thing was rule by respect. And that's, you know, that's what Cobb does. He lets people be free and do what they want. I think if Boba really does not think he's suited for the ruling of his territory, I think he'll hand it over. Speaking of, there was the post credit scene with the guy that we met at the mod parlor when the flashback to when Boba took Fennec there when she got the gut shot and she needed to be modded to survive post credit scene it showed him with his little like torch hand and we see Cobb Vanth in the back to tank. I thought that was pretty cool. I've heard other people saying they wish that it was Cad Bane in the back to tank. Yeah, I I don't think it should. Like as cool as it would be to see him again. Kind of like he's old. He's had his life. Felt very final. 
Yeah, like this is like the end of his story. May not, yeah. may not be the exact way we wanted it to go, but it was a duel with Boba that he lost. Yeah, that that was technically canon. I wish they addressed their first duel and how he got the dent, though. I think that'd be cool if they had like a little flashback or something in some way. Yeah, that would have been cool because we don't actually have any of that in canon like video they they were they made a potential episode of clone wars but it was never released yeah i think they never released it but i think that they acknowledge it's true because he has the dead in his helmet and uh yeah. had, had the metal plate on his head yeah they both headshotted each other i think it's cool i i especially like that they they called back the other lore about how they they were uh they like Boba grew up being mentored by Cadman, so I, th- I thought that was cool. Little little fan service for the lore hunters there. Another thing with uh, Cadman's conversations with Boba, he said that the biker gang was not the ones who killed the Tuscans and the whole massacre. It was actually the Pikes, and that the biker gang was simply a distraction. What are your thoughts on that, Justin? It definitely was a pretty good distraction because yeah. it kind of made them like kill each other so that they didn't have to to um pay for any protection or anything yeah, it did the work for just, yeah it was just basically sit them up and then mm-hmm. let it play out so like it definitely worked yeah for sure uh, it allowed them that time to get that coordinated attack on boba in the beginning he did not see it coming at all because he was convinced that he had all areas covered he had the mods he had fennec he had chrysanthemum uh, waiting guard at like the airport area or whatever it was he yeah. thought he, he thought he had everything covered but it was actually that they had everything covered and they already knew what they were going to do. And they yeah, had made all the, all, yeah, it was a trap. So essentially like a good amount of the civilians were actually in on it. And, you know, they were, it was just a trap. It was a big ruse to turn on Boba and everyone else. And they're like, haha, we got you now. And yeah. even Mando said, and you know, it was the smart choice, obviously. And yeah. Boba agreed, like they probably didn't have much of a choice. Yeah, because I mean like... The whole, like, they were like, all right, we got to recruit muscle, and then got, what, 12 people against an entire syndicate? So it was kind of like, they were outnumbered no matter what. So it was basically just, like, set things up, find out where each person's going, because it's going to be, like, max of three people at a certain area, because there's only so many of over a side of people. So it was kind of like in the pike's hand of just, we have, like, five to one uh, people. Like, every one person above Boba, there are, like, five pikes. Yeah. It was kind of like they were completely outnumbered, so it was just basically... It was just basically find a way to get them all by themselves, and then just attack. Yeah. I thought Chrysanthemum had some pretty badass scenes. Yeah. He was, he was one to, like, six, and he got completely, like, covered, and then, you know, you didn't see what happened after that, but you saw when he walked back into the main area that Boba was in. He just kind of, he was flinging people around. Yeah, he was hurt, but he was still... He was was still It was kind of weird that, I think it was just weird that they put Chrysanthemum in the Transocean area. Like, I felt like, even before I knew it was a setup, I felt like there was going to be something that happened, just because between Wookiees and Transocean's, it's not good. It's always that on site. Yeah. I don't like you because of what you've done to us. Mm-hmm. type of things i'm surprised he was put in there and he was just letting people walk around considering what he did at the bar that's true yeah he straight up snapped someone's neck or, or like broke their back and he ripped their arms off oh yeah yeah 
Well, it didn't the, the second person didn't even snap their neck or something? Because uh, he, he killed, like, the whole family, and there was one person left in the family or whatever, and then he, like, was holding him up, and then they tried to, like, dissuade him, and then they were That like, was oh. the one he ripped his arms off. Because he oh, was that, going that was the to... One. Yeah, he was going to, and then they were like, oh, we'll pay your tab, and he's like, I don't care. Ripped him yeah. apart. Yeah. And then... So that was just kind of weird to have him there. Yeah. I don't know. So that, having him there made it seem like they knew that something was going to happen so they put the one that really didn't like Trandoshans in that area so that if something were to happen he'd go all out yeah which is the only reason i think why he ended up back in that main area i think so it's hard to know his actual motives you know yeah one thing i i kind of liked uh it, it was it was kind of comedic timing, obviously, because Mando saw Grogu in the thing, in, like, the whatever it was. I don't know, that droid with the little thing, whatever it's called. Also, yeah. the woman's name is Pelimoto. Okay. I, I looked that up. Um, But she came over with, with Grogu, and I liked the moment where he realized that Grogu was there, because he was, he was just like, get out of here, and then he looked, and he's like, oh, it's Grogu. <laughs> he's like, he's like, but he was all like he was all like sappy when he he saw that Grogu was wearing the chainmail arm. He's like, "Oh, you picked me! Oh, you picked and me!" Then, yeah, and then they got shot. From he's the like, "Oh god. god!" And yeah, and then Moto was like, "What did she say? She's like, save the waterworks or something like that, <laughs> something along those lines." I, I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, but I don't know. I going back to the Grogu being a potential Jedi. I was really hoping that we were going to get like a Tar Vizsla type of thing. If For those of you who don't know, Tar Vizsla was the first Jedi Mandalorian and the creator of the Darksaber. I, I was really hoping that Grogu was going to find a way to pick both sides and to be the next Tar Vizsla type of character with, you know, he's a Mandalorian foundling, but he's also a Padawan. Like he can, can be both sides and he can be even more powerful that way. I don't know. I, I kind of like that idea, but they they didn't seem to want to go in that direction unless... They decided to do that in season three. Yeah. We'll have to see, I guess. Cool. Yeah, we'll have to see what they decide to do. Because they're going to have a whole lot of explaining to do after this season. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, they're gonna, we're going to have to see what they decide to do with that. Finally, one more thing I think we should talk about. Potentially the best scene in this entire episode. For me, potentially. one. It's up there. Uh boba riding in on the rancor and just yeah, annihilating cool. no pun intended after i looked up the name of the droid it's called the scorpenic annihilator droids uh there were two yeah. of those those big scorpion looking things uh those that's what those are called that was really cool as soon as i heard the shriek and i saw like the claw or i saw like the ridge back over the building i was like oh this is exactly what i wanted because he foreshadowed it when we saw the rancor first get delivered and then he was taught how to talk to it, and he said he wanted to ride it. He wanted to learn how to ride the Rancor. <laughs> and then, yeah. uh, I don't know. I thought that was cool, and it was it, that was foreshadowed. So I was glad. I that honestly, I was not expecting that's what he was going to do. I I didn't think of it in the moment because he said like protect them. I I have an idea or whatever, and I was like, oh, well, I wonder what he's gonna go do. Maybe he's gonna find someone. And then I heard the shriek, and I saw like the ridge back, and I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Yeah, that was really cool. I don't know. What was your, your favorite scene from that episode, do you think? I don't know. There were quite a few, probably between Mando and Boba uh, with their jetpacks and the Rancor scene. Yeah, same here. <laughs> Those are the two best scenes. Overall, 
Boba Fett as a series, I I liked it. I I thought it was good. I thought it was slow moving at parts. I thought there were some parts that for sure could have used some work, but overall I really enjoyed it. As a Boba Fett yeah. show itself, I didn't like it. I did not like it as much because they did not shed enough light on Boba, in my opinion. Yeah, there was really wasn't much story. It was the Boba Fett all. show co-starring guest starring Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I liked it. I'll have to say that my favorite episode, unfortunately, could not be the finale. It was episode six. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Luke and Ahsoka and all of the cameos there. Once again, another BD cameo in episode seven and still no Cal. So I really hope they're just hinting at Cal is coming in the future. I saw an article about potentially he'll show up in the Ahsoka show, but we'll have to see. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, it would be cool. How would you rate the show overall? Uh, I don't know. Or like a eight and an eight out of ten. Yeah, I th- I think I'm around there too. I think uh, finale wise, I'd give it like seven and a half out of ten. It wasn't my favorite, but it wasn't bad. Yeah. Um, and then overall, I'd give it an eight out of ten. I think it was overall, it was it was good. I liked it a lot. Um, could have been fixed in some areas. They did some things really well, and honestly, I started out being like, ah, oh, these friggin' like flashbacks, but I. I've come to appreciate them. Yeah. I like them. I like that. Good show. Uh, good job. I appreciated everything. Thanks for the, for, for the fun times. But anyways, that's going to do it for this episode of This Is Not The Podcast You Are Looking For. Up next is going to be Kenobi, obviously. That's coming out May 25th, so we're really excited about that. Um, but until then, you can look forward to some more weekly episodes. Now that Boba Fett is over, we're going to be talking about some other things like some lore stories, upcoming video games, and all sorts of Star Wars stuff. Not just the shows. Anything related to Star Wars, we will talk about. So anyways, yeah, that is going to do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed, and yeah, we'll see you later. Later.